After Kraif died and the ogres went back to their land, our king wanted to set up more kingdoms closer to their land. That way, if they did return, we could prevent a second ogre war. My name is Drake. I am a cells ward. I traveled the realm far and wide in search of wealth, exploring uncharted lands, battling undiscovered monsters. I'd spent a week in the Iceland searching for someone. I eventually found their remains. Not much on them. Just coins, a dagger, dynamite, and a huge fur coat. Pop Prince led away from the body, but that was of no concern to me. Took anything useful, sailed my ship back off to somewhere warmer. And the dead paid all of my needs for the next week. One morn, I was in the tavern breaking my fast and drinking one of the best ales that has passed through my lips when one of the king's guard, a young fellow named Grove, he informed me that the king had a special quest for me to partake on. We rode together to Redwater and brought our way onto a ship heading to the king's stronghold. While on the ship, Grove told me about how he was the newly made king's guard after his father had died. He kept rambling on about all the heroic deeds his father did. I do hope the kid does something with his life. Once we got inside the king's stronghold, I found out I was not the only Cellars Ward the king hired for this special quest. There were six of us in total. The king wanted us to journey into the desert, looking for an oasis to build a kingdom around. The reward was a bag of gold and a place in the new kingdom, providing we found the oasis. The six of us departed on our new quest the next morning. There was Pictal. He was only sixteen on his very first quest. He looked up to me always, unsure on what to do. He won first place at the King's Archery Contest. Instead of the gold, he asked for a quest to prove himself a man. One guy we just called Mute for being unable to talk. He had a belt of knives on him, and at all times, so we assumed he was deadly. Grain, the oldest of us. He was an old fart. He kept on complaining that women were bad luck on a quest. Going on about how they were born to raise children and not to fight claiming that that was the role of the man. Dee kept insisting she would not have any trouble keeping up with us, and can be just as deadly. Did not help that she was also a dwarf, but she had a hell of a mouth on her. Finally, there was Fabana, quiet one. She only spoke when she had something to say. It always seemed like there was something more underneath the surface. For the moment I saw her, I knew I had to keep my eye on her. We took horses as far as the outskirts of the desert. I told my group that if the king wanted a kingdom built in the desert, the oasis should be in walking distance. If the kingdom ran into any problems, and the only way in and out was by a horse that the kingdom would not be able to survive. A couple of the king's guard came out to escort the horses back to the king's stronghold. From then on out, I was seen as the leader. Much to Grain's displeasure, of course. While taking a break in the defeating sun, Mew pointed out to a nearby hill, signaling he could use that to search the area. Grant continued to complain about the women being the death of us, so I finally questioned him on that. If it will be the death of us, then why did he join? The others in the group suddenly all agreed with me. The moment a little bit of pressure was placed on him, he broke down, telling us how he's all alone, nothing left in his life, and all he yearns for is good death. If he cracked under a bit of pressure, what on earth did he do to earn a place on this quest? I turned around to call Mute, only to find a giant scorpion standing on top of the sand hill where Mute was moments ago. Mute was now impaled in the scorpion's stinger, raised in the air, his blood dripping into the sand. 
I silently signaled to the others to grab their weapons, and formed together. Scanning the horizon, I spotted ruins not too far from the out location. I whispered to the others to get ready to run. Suddenly, the scorpion spotted us. We all sprinted towards the ruins, hoping the scorpion would not be able to enter. I was the first to make into the ruins. The entrance was a meter off the ground. After pulling myself up, I pulled Pictolin. Soon followed Fabana and Grain. Dee was still behind. One of us should have thought to help her with her stunted legs. Grain kept pressuring us to leave her and hurry through the ruins for a way out. Pictol got his bow and started shooting arrows towards the creature. When he hit the creature, he kept pausing for a second, allowing Dee to get through the ruins. As we dragged Dee inside, the scorpion grabbed her leg with its claw. Not enough to cut her leg off, but enough to drag her out. Me and Fabana grabbed Dee by the hands, Dee screaming to save her or her ghost will bugger us. Pictol swung his sword at the monstrous claw, hoping to wound it, but it was unable to break the shell. That was when Grain stepped in with his sword, cutting off Dee's arms, allowing the scorpion to drag her out of the ruins, screeching in agony. The first words out of his mouth was, I told you. He told us we should escape while the scorpion was feeding. Since she was the dwarf, we would not have long. Fabena stepped in and kicked Grain out into the desert. He tried to climb back inside, but as soon as his finger reached the top to pull himself up, Fabena's axe cut them off. Pictol had his back to the wall, sword pointed at Fabena, dread on his face and his eyes darted between me and her, unsure on what to do. She did the right thing. Grain would have sacrificed her and probably us as well. I told Pictol to lower his sword, and we trekked into the ruins.